0: time everyone i'm jeremiah coughlin and it is time for the Brian let's talk pickles baseball welcome everyone i also want to welcome this week's guest co-host another special guest dj podcaster fill in pickles on field host and host of good mid-morning ladies and gentlemen liam flanagan
1: what is up
0: that's right liam flanagan everybody
1: oh thank you Thank you for Thanks having me. Thanks for being me. here. Yeah. I this is a pleasure.
0: It's been a while. Uh Liam helped us out with season one of Brian Time.
1: That's right, I did. I produced the became, hell out of that.
0: Yeah, became the official uh DJ of Walker Stadium.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All I had to do was send an email. They're like, yeah, you, you're the you're the guy. <laughs> we're not gonna pay you. Except in beer. And veggie dogs, and I said that sounds fine with me.
0: You were gonna do that anyway. Exactly. <laughs> how is that going? How's how is the DJ thing?
1: I, you know what? It's actually it's so great. I love I love it because, uh, like I I mean like I said I, I, I go out there for, you know I'm I'm DJing for maybe two hours because I do I'll start at five just to, before the gates open for you know all the, volunteers and people working. And uh, then, uh, you know, 5.30, people start to arrive, gates open, I play some tunes, people come by, you know, give me fist bumps and say what's up, and uh, they dance, Dylan comes out and dances with the people. Uh, By 7 o'clock, I wrap up, and like I said, I go sit and drink beer and eat hot dogs and watch baseball,
0: so it's not a bad gig. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Yeah. Yeah on the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours oh nice yeah i didn't know that was even physically possible (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) learn something new every day yeah well yeah that's cool uh um you know and then how's the on-field stuff i obviously i'm not there when you're doing it because that's the whole thing yeah so How's that been going? Uh, it's been great. There?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I like yourself. I love having a microphone and uh, you know, giving you know, having them give us the opportunity to hold on a microphone and they pretty much just say, "Have fun." Uh, it's been great. I, I love doing it and uh, getting the crowd pumped. And uh, yeah, that's 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 the funnest part is just getting the the whole crowd, the everybody in the stadium to to cheer. It's a good feeling. They Want to? Yeah, they want to. They do. They're just, just waiting them- for somebody to tell them what to say.
0: I know. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna see how far we can take it. You know, I'm gonna start a Liam Flanagan. Liam Flanagan. Yeah. Liam I- Flanagan.
1: Or just it's go so out, good. it you know, and talk to find people in the just in Walker Stadium that are just there for a game and start to cheer for them. No matter you know, even yeah. if it's not their birthday, just that they're there
0: i do kind of because there is that sort of situation where people will walk by and they're like why do you have a microphone or oh you're the guy with the microphone or whatever yeah and then i just you know immediately have that moment where i'll say oh yeah hey what's up what's your name and they're like oh i'm lisa and then hey lisa welcome to walker stadium and they're just like oh i didn't think that was what was going to happen next yeah or or if you ask him like hey you you've been here a bit. And they're like, no, no, this is my first game. And it's like, well, great. Welcome to Walker stadium. And you say to the microphone, they're like, Oh, okay.
1: Oh, I didn't know. This is what I was getting into.
0: That's right. Yeah. We popped it up to a new level, Lisa.
1: I, the other day, some I overheard people talking about how one of the people in the party had just graduated. So yeah. I then did a big announcement, you know, saying congratulations to all the graduates. Yeah. It's, it's fun.
0: You gotta be on your toes yeah whatever it throws at you
1: and it throws a lot at you you know it's a it, it's can it can be a crazy night out there.
0: It's always a crazy night at Walker Stadium, right? yeah, speaking of crazy nights, how about a little pickle report? yeah, let's do it a little pickle report for you well they the good news is the pickles won the weekend series away at the Bellingham bells, yeah they did. They won the first game three to nothing, and then they won one to nothing. Not a lot of offense this whole. No. Yeah, and the, but then they lost five to nothing. So it was it was an all or nothing kind of weekend, I guess. Shut out. Yeah, shutouts for both sides, but took two out of three from Bellingham, who's looking pretty good.
1: The bells.
0: Yeah, uh, it's been interesting to see just kind of the standing so far throughout the West coast league without the Canadian teams. So then they, there's going to be four total Canadian teams starting um, next season. You know, oh,
1: really? They're bringing up fully. So wait, which, which Canadian teams did we lose?
0: So they're not because of the border situation. They're not, we didn't lose them. They're just not playing right now. Right. So there won't be, there won't be games with, um, Victoria or Kelowna. Oh, right. And then they added... It's called Nemanio. I'm probably not saying that right. No, I think you nailed it. Nemanio Island, which is actually pretty close to where Victoria is. And then I want to say the other team is in Edmonton.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: I think that's right. So... It's like I was saying, it's interesting to see the kind of the standing so far without those teams on the list. And then just overall, the way things are looking, the way they're shaping up.
1: So what is what is, a, what is our, our record right now, the Pickles? are How are we doing overall?
0: The league for league game, Smokey, we're five and four, which puts us third place in the South. The hated Corvallis Knights and the Ridgefield Raptors are both tied at eight and
1: four. Oh man!
0: And we're five and four, so we just need to win the next three games, and we're tied.
1: Well, that's—I mean, that's—that's that's easily done. No problem.
0: And then in the north, Yakima is seven and two, very doing a very good job. Wenatchee, who we've seen already, is five hundred at six and six. Same with Walla Walla, and then the Bells are six and nine. Nice. And the Port Angeles lefties are four and eight. So, you know, and we got Cowlitz and Bend in the south are both sub 500. So we haven't even played. I mean, we've played Wenatchee and we've played Bellingham and we've played Ridgefield and that's it.
1: So that's not, is that even half? I mean, no. Yeah, a lot of baseball A Lot, lot of baseball. baseball a lot. And it's in a in a short amount of time too. What like a month and a half.
0: Yeah. Mid August is regular season ends. So and then yeah, if folks were out of Walker Stadium, they know that this uh, this weekend, Gherkins, Grey Wolves, Rosebuds, the split squad, Pickles, everybody was out there playing. They it was three games on Sunday. Lots of baseball. So yeah, like I mentioned before, big week ahead. The hated Corvallis Knights rolling to town starting tomorrow. Tuesday. Boo! It's going to be a bloodbath in oh, Ridgefield. So those are two of the better teams in the league, and we've got them back to back this week. So
1: it's going to be a yeah, a, it's going to be a good week. A good
0: interdivisional. Week. Yeah, I mean honestly, we do just need to win the next three games, and then we would be ahead of Corvallis and then if we win the next three games we'd also be ahead of Ridgefield so these next six games at least for this first half of the season they're gonna matter a little
1: yeah and that's it that all they have to do is win those six games it's you know just win those six games it's not a problem just keep hitting those dingers more dingers that's what we need is more dingers
0: it's been a bit of that they're doing great that's what the that's what the people want Mm mm-hmm Pickles, pickle, pickles, pickle, pickle, pickles, pickle, pickles, pickles of pickle, of the week. Who you got
1: for pickle of the week, Liam? Oh, we got pickles of the week this week. The five pitchers who gave up two hits against the Bells uh in that uh in the game that was was it was it the game that was three to one uh three to nothing or five to nothing?
0: No, one to nothing. Oh, it was that was a a one-to-nothing Pickles win by a home run by Max Shore. Oh, right. Yes. So, uh, we needed the two hits. Uh, yeah, Alonzo Treadwell, Alex Giroux, Jared Villalobos, <laughs> Josh Molaris, and Nick Brink.
1: Yeah, all did so an yeah. amazing job.
0: Alex Giroux gave up two hits, and everybody else threw a no-hitter.
1: Yeah, and uh, so Alonzo Treadwell... Bad through uh, uh five strikeouts
0: yeah he only pitched three innings yeah so
1: so folks you do the math there
0: nine batters five strikeouts pretty amazing no hits yeah the, the combined era for those guys is 2.59 for five dudes pretty good that's pretty good pretty good yeah all of them
1: well done so,
0: Alonzo, Alex, Jared, Josh, and Nick, you are the Pickles of the Week. We salute you. And, yeah, great job. We needed that in a game where a one-hit versus no-hit in a one-to-nothing game. Talk about a pitcher's duel.
1: Oh, man. What a game. That must
0: have been so exciting. Yeah. For Good all stuff. Those folks.
1: Good stuff, boys.
0: And then look at that. I got some pickles.
1: Hello, I've got Topham's. those. Topums.
0: What? I don't understand. Topham's dill holes. Love, this is a family show, Liam. Yeah. You want me to eat <laughs> someone's dill holes?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I we just we just bought these today. I just I said I need pickles. I mean, I don't know. Ma- maybe I had like, you know, a psychic premonition. Uh, but we we're at the store. I was like, we need pickles because we have some that uh, that are super super salty. And uh, I can't eat them, so I was like, "We need to get a new jar of pickles." And I saw these; they were the right price, and I got them. And then, boom! You sent me a text saying you want to be you want to be on Brine Time, so it all worked out.
0: And here we are, pickles in hand. Yep, Topham's Dill Holes, uh, bottom shelf, about a dollar forty nine, I think, for <laughs> for thirty two ounce. I can't even. I can't even open it. I can't.
1: Over the over the topums.
0: Oh, it was a mixture of the wonderful seal job and then the fact that it's ninety-three degrees outside and my hands are sweaty, but yeah. And these pickles are not refrigerated. I just bought I just took them home from Fred Meyer, so little room temp, topems. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Alonzo Treadwell, (laughs) Alex Giroux. Jared Villalobos, Josh Molaris, and Nick Brink got them all out. Cheers, boys. Topham's dill hole. Mm. So just so you people know, the jar literally says dill holes on it.
1: (laughs) He's not making this up, folks.
0: (laughs) It literally says that. I mean, there's a W. But it says dill holes. And ooh, mm. those are strong. Mm. That is. That's a pickle. That is a very vinegary pickle.
1: Yeah. That's the way I like it. I don't
0: know why I'm still eating it. I don't even want another bite, but mm. I'm gonna eat it. Yes. Probably oh. doesn't help that I had the ice cream first.
1: Oh, no. Oh no! <laughs>
0: I got that sweet, sweet, yeah, kind frozen bar ice cream going on, and then oh yeah, them's dill holes. That's not a God, great combo. It is, it's like making me—you know—when you get something so sour, you got to close one eye. Yeah, it's it's that sour. So we'll let you, we'll let you go with your ranking first, Liam, as the guest co-host.
1: Well, I, I mean
0: double triple
1: home run for me you know uh these are a triple for me you know yeah they're not because um i i like a vinegary uh pickle i didn't eat ice cream right before i ate one and (laughs) uh it's not and i like it because it's not i don't don't get a lot of it's not super salty i like more vinegary uh pickle (laughs) and uh remember
0: mr yuck (laughs)
1: Uh yeah, I do.
0: The old Mr. Yuck sticker, that's the face I'm making. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but ooh. <clears throat> yeah. I I'm like not it. even mm. okay. This is like a this is like a foul tip into the mitt. It's oh, not wow. even a single. It's not and then and then like the anything you could do to make it worse. Maybe the catcher drops it and then you don't run to firsts. <laughs> Anything like that, it was, that is not, and I, and it's, they only came in one size. I yeah. got 32 ounces. Well, I mean, I, luckily I, I'm only out a dollar and a half, but.
1: I think once you try it without the, uh, the ice cream, you're going to, it's going to be a different, a different story. Yeah.
0: yeah I should have cleansed my palate first, Yeah. but that is a sour, sour pickle. Topham's, dill holes. Yeah. Holes with a W. Uh, yeah, I would, I do not enjoy that as a <laughs> very much at all. I mean, it's just very vinegary. It's like drinking vinegar, like straight vinegar. There's not a lot of flavor to it besides vinegar to me. Yeah. But maybe you're right. I'll refrigerate them. I didn't, maybe I'm not giving them a fair shake.
1: Yeah. I mean, I really, I truly think the ice cream had, had, uh, probably something. To I do did with have it,
0: that but... sweet treat yeah. right before. It's so, true. But you know, what are you going to do? Nothing. So, uh,
1: yeah, so. it's so hot. You got to have ice
0: cream. You got well, to. Thanks for uh thanks for the recommendation on the pickles, Liam. Yeah, hey, no problem. Top notch. Tip of the cap to our pickles of the week. Way to go, boys. Uh yeah, it really helps get that W. Yeah, keep One it nothing. up. What a game. What a game. Let's go, pickles. Hey folks, this week's Brine Time is brought to you by Kraken Strength. Never heard of them? Well, Kraken Strength is the premier strength and conditioning facility in the Portland area. They offer group fitness classes, advanced competitive and sports-specific training. At Kraken Strength, you'll find a community of fitness, knowledgeable staff, and the support you need to successfully meet your goals, no matter what level of fitness you're starting out at. They're located in Tigard, Oregon, and you can check them out at KrakenStrength.com. Be sure to tell them the Brine Time Boys sent you. Fear and Loathing in Tacoma is the newest podcast from comedian Jeremiah Coughlin, where he interviews rock stars, comedians, and generally interesting people about their psychedelic experiences. New episodes every Friday. Check it out on Podcast Republic, iTunes, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes terrifying, always interesting, this is fear and loathing. It is
2: time.
0: time now for Inside the Jar. This week I was joined on the party deck at Walker Stadium by James Christopher, the host of a podcast about baseball called Let's Get To, Texas Guy. Super nice fella. Check out all of the media for them at letsgetto.com. And we had a great talk about baseball. I lost the recording here in the middle just for a second, so it sounds like he interrupts me, but we just had a little bit of an editing issue. But very polite guy. He would not have interrupted me. It just, that's the best that I could do with my limited editing skills. So enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> All right, Pickle Nation, here we are for Inside the Jar. I'm joined by James Christopher, uh, the host of Let's well, Get let's, Two, let's
2: get two, yeah. Let's
0: Get Two, a uh, baseball podcast. And you're here live on the party deck at Walker Stadium. And Tell me what, tell me about Let's Get Two and tell me about, yeah. So, what brings you
2: to Portland? You know, the long story short, too late. If you're a Clue fan, you get it. Um, yeah, so Let's Get Two is my love letter to non major league baseball. I grew up in Houston, I'm a big Astros fan. But there's a whole other baseball universe that I think actually plays the game better and does it what it, it plays it where its heart is. And that's in the Collegiate Summer Leagues, in affiliated minor leagues and independent baseball. So I discovered some at a film festival. I wanted to get away from some filmmakers for a while. They're exhausting to be around, but I don't recommend like, it. And so we went to a Tulsa know, Drillers game and that's where the, the show started and it became my exploration of all this baseball and I'm basically just taking the audience with me. Oh, beautiful. Super cool. How long ago, how long have you been doing the podcast? This is our third season. Okay. Um, and now and we've actually graduated to podcast slash web series. Uh, I'm a filmmaker by trade. And so I was like, why am I not doing video content as well? So beautiful. Uh, and then this is, this is actually our second pickles game. Okay. Um, we went last year in the separated spot and, um, the, you know, in the alternate spot or whatever, knew we had to get back. I got to know Alan and I've got my daughter and her Kids out here. It's my granddaughter Kennedy's second baseball game of all time and second Pickles game of all time. So
0: super cool. That's that's where we are. Yeah, and you're you live in in Austin. I do Austin, Texas. Yeah, and you're hitting up a few other parks while you're up here.
2: Yeah. So this is the middle of uh, of a, of a stretch. Okay. Ten out of twelve days on the road. I've I did two games in Milwaukee two days and three days ago. I'll do the Pickles tonight. Tri City Dust Devils tomorrow. Fly home. Fly home the next day. We're flying to Normal, Illinois for the Corn Belters. I'm then spending the night in the Field of Dreams house. Then we're watching the Waterloo Bucks. And then we're watching the Lafayette Aviators in Indiana. And then I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah.
0: You're a man after my own heart right there. I, we'll talk about it because the Brine Time faithful already know about some of these trips that I've taken. I've done a, pretty, a couple pretty good ones. And I have one planned for September that's going to encompass like northwestern New York. Oh wow! Also, okay, so like Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, uh Binghamton, yes, all of that, is, absolutely. Uh, uh, not Albany, but Syracuse. I've okay. already been to Albany. Uh, so Rochester is that on their list? Yep, yep. Rochester's Great. on the list. Great. And then if everything, I don't, I hate to say, goes well because it's a pain in the ass for a lot of people, but if everything stays the way it is, we're going to see a Blue Jays game in Buffalo. Yes, which sounds cool.
2: It sounds amazing. I I. First, I don't know if we're going to make it all the way yeah. to September with the border being closed. My, Hopefully, they stay all it, season. Exactly. My best friend lives in Toronto, and we we actually had a massive trip. We had that trip planned, okay, including a Bison's game and then a hop across the border yeah. for Astros
0: Blue Jays, and of course, the World ended. So yeah, exactly,
2: yeah, definitely, you got to do that. That's going to
0: be great. So the thing we were supposed to go to London for my fortieth in September, and with everything the way it is, I was like, well, we'll go to Buffalo, and then an hour and a half away is is London, Ontario. So well, at least we'll check the box, but right. it's not going to be quite the trip that we had planned. Absolutely, but yeah, that's what I love. I love hearing about minor league baseball, college wood bat baseball, independent, affiliated, whatever it is. This show that we put on, this that's like, you know, I think you're doing kind of a larger scale of what Brian Time is, right? Which is what what I intended when I started. You know, like. Prime time is a scaled down idea of exactly what we're talking about. Like getting out there yeah. and finding these people that are doing this thing, whether it's the players or everybody else that makes it happen. I love
2: it. See, absolutely. And, and I would make the comparison. Our show is more like diners, drive ins, and dives than it is ESPN Sports Center, right? Like, yeah, like what's taking me to these towns and these communities are the baseball teams, but it's also then finding local restaurants and finding all this stuff and, and helping to kind of, you know, we have a really – I know it's easy to dissect all the problems. We have a pretty great country. We have a pretty good opportunity to get sure. out there and see it and get to know people that might be different than you, that might have different ideas, different opinions, and have conversations. And what better place to do
0: that than at a ballpark? Well, yeah. I mean, you have to admit it, it brings people together no matter your background. There's so many people, especially here in Portland, that might not be diehard sports people. Right. You look around here right now, Walker Stadium. Yeah. The party deck, the, the berm.
2: The berm is amazing. Let, let's talk about the area you guys under the trees. That is yeah. – The berm.
0: I, I've never seen that before anywhere in a, in, in a ballpark. It is unique, yeah. And it, it right now it smells like a Cypress Hill concert out there because people are having a good time. But, you know, we're having fun here at we'll Stadium. It's all legal, you know. Uh, I forgot you know, it's legal here. Hey, we're go. sponsored by, uh, you know – Light, we can be sponsored by anybody, anybody else. Which, hey, the uh, Portland Pickles were the first baseball team to ever have a CBD sponsor. There you go, and it's, it's on their Wikipedia page on the front, on the forefront. Yeah, I love it. So,
2: what's your local team that you root for? Okay, so like I said, I'm an Astros fan, and I know that carries a certain decrease of mileage these days. Um, sure. But um, so where we live is the Round Rock Express. Uh, they are the AAA affiliate of the Texas Rangers. Great ballpark. Um, really good people. anybody that's heading to Austin, I recommend checking them out. Um, but we've uh, we've been to Cleburne a couple times already since, yeah. especially with the connection now with Pickles and yeah, Alan Miller um, and uh, John both co-owners. Yeah. And, and uh, what I love about how Texas does it, Texas does it a little differently because. Um, a lot of the stadiums are are pretty nice. Like Cleburne, you would not think would be an American Association stadium,
0: but yeah. it is. I've seen pictures. Like the bar in there, it's is nicer than any bar that we have in all of Portland. I yeah, mean, the land of dive bars. But this is a nice. It's like a nice bar. It's nice. It's um, like the ESPN Zone. It's, it kind of is. It's it's very similar to well,
2: for example, that we have two AA stadiums in, in town in the state that I go to regularly in Frisco and Corpus. Yeah, and I've never oh, seen. Awesome double A parks as nice as those yeah and it makes you a little like oh okay well, this is what we're doing all right, that's, but, right. but it's all good it's all beautiful and it's all you know it's all amazing Chattanooga is awesome and I, and I had a great experience out there at the Lookouts a couple of years ago yeah. that was my crazy day you want to hear about my crazy day I would love to so I was sort of perturbed that a family member was getting married on Good Friday not because I'm overly religious but because it was a nice long week I teach at Catholic school I had all those days off and so I told my wife, well, you know what I'm doing so I flew to Atlanta, Georgia on the morning of Holy Thursday. I went to see the Gwinnett Stripers at ten thirty in the morning. The Atlanta Braves had a three o'clock start. The Chattanooga Lookout started at seven, and then I flew home
0: for the wedding early Friday morning. I don't remember a single minute from those games. Except it was awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. Like I said, we've we've done some stuff like that, and I don't know if you does somebody travel with you. No, you that, was also, that was all that was mostly I do, but that was me all solo. Yeah. And mine are getting to be more towards that because my wife is like, hey, yeah, like this Buffalo trip, she's like, I'll go to the major league game and one minor league game. These other five games that you <laughs> yeah. think we're going yeah. to, she's like, I'll be in Scranton at the uh, filming locations for the office. Right? Yeah, right. I'll be where uh, Jim and Pam had their first kiss. You go... <laughs> You go do whatever you
2: want with your baseball, man. My wife had surprised me with spring training. It's always been a bucket list for me oh, nice. that and college world series. i graduated university of Texas. It's kind of a good yeah, program for that. And so I think we were supposed to fly out on like the 13th of March and everything shut down the 15th Yep. and she felt horrible. And of course we didn't know. None of us knew anything about how long it was going to last. So she paid for Julia Morales. Who's the very famous Astro sideline reporter do a cameo and it was like, Don't worry, Jim, we're gonna be back at the ballpark before you know it. Blah 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 blah. And I tweeted at her when it came up a year later, it was like, this aged really poorly. Oh man. Uh, but we made it. So we made far. it yeah, we made it in I gotta give a lot of props to the pickles because for them to find a way to play baseball last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, in the bubble and all
2: the things that yeah, they had going on. Exactly. And it showed what this game means to people. Yeah. And for me, it really it really kind of was reaffirming, you know, because the show is successful, but, you know, it's about breaking even like I'm still like Mm -hmm. you never know what's going to happen. But I like the fact that we're supporting an industry that I think is a good industry. I think these are good people running these teams. These are not conglomerates. These are not, um, you know, Major League Baseball we could we could talk about the morality of all of that sure sure but but when you're talking about minor league baseball you're talking about small businesses that are doing it for their community and i think there's nothing better to support than that
0: yeah no 100% yeah we and just to backtrack a little bit we got very lucky we went to the last week in february we were at spring training uh, in 2020 like, And they do a thing in, in Phoenix now It's called Innings Fest I don't know if you know about this It's very geared towards us It's like Weezer, Dave Matthews band Like all the 90s great You know, uh, Portugal the man was there And then, uh, you know uh, I can't even think Like Tom Glavin is there signing baseballs You yeah. know, like uh, Ryan Dempster is there Like all these guys And it's like baseball, music You know, like this whole thing And I was like, oh, are we are the demo for this like they have found you know like the we're, right group. we're gonna yeah, it's, yeah. So it's like we're gonna go to three baseball games and we're gonna go to this concert and then a week later i was like we were just literally around forty thousand people. people yeah and it was just insane and, and the way home was when masks and all that stuff and we won't get into it but it was like really like the skin of our teeth got to do that trip yeah. so i feel for you um, missed it, missed it by that much exactly you know and we have we have family that just moved up here that lived in Omaha this whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh great. Now you guys are here. And if we want to go to Omaha, we got to, you know, like go we up. had a place to stay and yeah. all, you know, so it, it's to have somebody who has probably, we have very similar bucket lists. It sounds like have you been to Cooperstown.
2: No. Um, so that was, so that was the big surprise this year for my birthday. She gave me some Cooperstown distillery whiskey uh-huh. and a carafe with Nolan Ryan's signature. And we're trying, we're going to go, I think this October.
0: Beautiful. Yeah.
2: Go see the there leaves. You go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I I went when Edgar Mariners fan got it. Okay. When Edgar got in, I went, and it was unfortunately it was also when Mariano got in, so it no, being we, in yeah. New York, it was kind of a gong yeah. show. But still, <laughs> yeah. so we represented. We represented. Um, James, thanks for coming on Brian. Thanks time, man. for having me. Thanks the for jar. having me. Yeah. I was. Uh, we had a couple ideas for what we were going to do this week. We had a couple pictures. Uh, have some really good, uh, weekends. I was going to try to grab Brad McVeigh and get him on here. And then, uh, our mutual friend, Eric Mertens, uh, Eric, the peanut guy, Eric, the peanut guy, maybe the most positive human being I've ever met in my life. I can't, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. I love that guy. And, uh, I, I actually asked him to co-host this week with me, but he couldn't do it. And we're going to get him on here. And so people yeah. nation is going to get to know Eric, the peanut guy, and I'm glad they got to meet you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. on. All
2: right. That's a handshake out there in Radio Land.
0: Yeah. Let's 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 go, Pickles! Let's go, Pickles! Let's go, Pickles! Let's go, Pickles! I'm excited about it. Bringing back one of our favorite segments, Ghosts of Baseball Past. Ooh. Spooky. So, one of the cool things about the wild wild west league is they have uh, some different branding there's the wild bills there's the gherkins that we all know and love and then this year the rosebuds the portland rosebuds and um it's an homage to a team that was here in portland very very briefly the portland rosebuds were part of the west coast baseball association which was a west coast negro league team that Lasted only a couple months, from May until July, I want to say, of 1946. So May 12th, 1946, they played the Seattle Steelheads in El Paso, Texas. My dad was 13 days old, the old uh, Dudley Field in El Paso, Texas. And this league had the Oakland Larks, the San Francisco Sea Lions, the San Diego Tigers, the Los Angeles White Sox and the Portland Rosebuds. Yeah. Now they've brought it back and I don't know if you've seen their unis.
1: Yeah. They're clean. Oh, they're, they're nice.
0: The branding is super cool. Their hats are super nice. I really like all of it. It's like a baby blue with red. They look sharp.
1: Very sharp. I and also uh, I think it's you, cool to note that uh they were owned by uh Olympic gold medalist Jesse Owens.
0: Yeah, Jesse Owens. And the the league itself was started by Abe Saperstein, who was the owner of the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. And so yeah, Jesse Owens used to they would play doubleheaders, and he would race thoroughbred horses in between the games as like an exhibition.
1: Oh, like he? Okay, that's crazy.
0: He would race. He yeah, would. He would. He would. He would,
1: he would run against the horses, not he like he yeah. would get on a horse and race. That's yeah. That's awesome.
0: He was also a jockey. No, no, he would, he would foot race against thoroughbred horses. That's Um, incredible. Yeah. So May, May 12th, 1946. And then July is when it ended, even though they were slated to play 110 games didn't work out. They weren't getting the attendance they wanted. So they pulled the plug on the whole thing, but um, yeah, they were, they play their home games at Bond Street Park. Yeah, which is where the Portland Beavers played back in the day.
1: Big park. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just looking at this picture, it looked like it was a nice big park.
0: Yeah. yeah. It is a big stadium. Yeah. It looks nice. You're right. I don't even know where that would be.
1: Yeah, On uh, Bond Street. I, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I've looked at uh, I've looked at pictures of it before and tried to figure out where it was and.
0: Oh, it's like uh Slab Town. Okay, yeah. So it's yeah, it's Northwest Northwest twenty fourth and Vaughn. Veronica Vaughn. Yeah, there's a cool article in the sportslogos.net dot net news.
1: I subscribe by, to that too.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Do you? No. <laughs> You're their one subscriber. Paul Caputo though. Paul Caputo. <laughs> From the Caputo group. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote an article about the Portland Rosebuds aim to keep Negro League history alive. And there are some great quotes in there about, by Rob Nyer, friend of the program, Rob Nyer, Portland Pickles owner, Alan Miller. And yeah, just kind of going through the history and the way that they just tried to rebrand it in a way that was a throwback to that, but also new and fresh and kind of gave it their own spin. And Yeah, sort of the the alternate identity of the Portland Rosebuds, and we watched them play the other night. They were good. They got that. There's this big Venezuelan pitcher.
1: Yeah,
0: he's ginormous, and he's he throws the heat. He's got a little bit of control issue, (laughs) but he throws the heat. That kid throws hard. He does throw hard. I'll give him
1: that. Yeah, once he he gets his control down, he's going to be a monster.
0: Well, I think. I don't know. I I was over there by the dugout and I was we were joking around and the first time he walked by they were like yeah he doesn't really speak English a lot and I was like how old is that kid and they're like we don't know. I was like he could be 12 I mean, <laughs> but he's he's huge Yeah, but yeah he's got a little Ricky Vaughn. He's got a little Ricky Vaughn yeah. wild thing in him. For sure. He throws hard. He's going to be good and yeah I think that's pretty cool. That's a good, good one to bring up. We haven't done it for Ghosts of Baseball Past, and now, it's yeah. uh, Ghosts of Baseball Future. The Portland Rosebuds in the Wild Wild West League.
1: It's great, and it's a it's such a great. Uh, I mean, it's a, a cool way to you know, because you know, as they say in the article, most people don't even know. Like I didn't know about the the Rosebuds. Never heard of it. And uh, and to find out that Portland even had a Negro League is is you know crazy. And so it's it's kind of neat for them to bring back that piece of history.
0: Yeah. The Jesse Owens tie-in too. is Yeah.
1: It? Very interesting.
0: What's his connection to Portland at all? I don't it's know. I didn't,
1: I didn't get that far in the Google.
0: Neither did I. <laughs> also another thing from just doing the research on this and reading about it, I guess maybe it's just, maybe it's me, but maybe it's a misconception. But when I hear Negro league, I think that it's like a league, but it's, yeah. it was actually several, like throughout, there was a Southern one. There was a Western one. There's several, almost basically like you would think of the miners right now, how there's several different conglomeration leagues, right? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a league that was set up. Yeah. And I, I didn't know that sense. before I read this. It does make total sense, but yeah. I think it's just sort of the way that it's said that it was it just sounds like it was a league not several leagues that spanned the entire united states
1: yeah and And they all had
0: kind of their own thing going on you know
1: yeah super cool um learn something new yeah and you you brought up the the uh their uh their uniforms um and i was just looking at the article and i read that uh They uh, had really no idea what the original rosebud uniforms looked like. So, yeah, they couldn't
0: find any documentation of it.
1: Yeah. So, they just, that's, I mean, they did such a great job. And they look, those uniforms are sharp.
0: Yeah, to put a bow on that, though, that's pretty cool. I'm going to get one of those hats. I love it.
1: Yeah, those hats are great. I got one the other night.
0: Did you? You Yeah, you got one? Yeah, I did. Uh, I I had a snapback or a fitted? Fitted. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Saving all that money on veggie dogs, you got you got (laughs) fitted hat money now. Exactly. Nice.
1: Yeah, it's a snappy hat. I'm pretty happy with it.
0: Well there you go. That's Ghost of Baseball Pass. And that's our episode of Brian Time. Thank you, Liam, for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Jeremiah. This was a lot of fun.
0: And tell people about good mid-morning where they can catch all that
1: yeah you can like- you can uh, find good mid-morning on shady pines radio uh, every monday through wednesday 9 a.m to 10 a.m and you can find all the archives on Productions slash gmm you can also find me every friday four to six on shady pines radio with my show the way we get by there you go those are my
0: plugs super cool and see him. CM- if you're at a Walker Stadium and he's spinning records, come by and give him a fist bump.
1: Yeah, give me a fist bump. Say what's up.
0: Do it. Do it. Thank you again uh, to Marimba Mike for our intro music. Dusty Fox for our outro music. X ray FM. They're playing these episodes every Friday at noon. So if you are in your car and need something to listen to and you want to listen to Brian Time again, throw it on X ray. Check it out. Thank you. Go pickles. Go pickles. We love you, Pickle Nation. Till the next brine time. Yeah. Uh. Light the spark out at Lens Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminating the dark. Popcorn, sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland. Never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brine time. Home of the pickles. Brine time. Brine time. That's the home of the pickles.